Today. We had our uh, online stat stuff kind of go down, but uh, we had uh, the guys kind of bring us in some stats. And first downs, PC with nine, Gardner with six. We'll, we'll finish after this. All right, Beatty, shotgun formation. Takes the snap, looks. Beatty going a quick pass right side. Got it to his receiver, uh, but taken down only about a two-yard pickup on the play for Gardner-Webb. Yeah, and Gardner, uh, PC's doing a great job of yards after catch, just denying Gardner-Webb any yards after catch. Continuing with the stat, rushing yards for uh, PC has been 145, Gardner-Webb with 33. Uh, passing yards, PC has 70, Gardner-Webb has 63. Uh, again, total off- total yards of offense, 215 to Gardner-Webb's 96. Beatty takes the snap, quick pitch to Hubbard, who is taken down in the backfield, and that'll be a loss of, I'm going to estimate, about eight. So brings up a fourth and nine situation now for Gardner-Webb from their own 25-yard line. And once again, the (laughs) offensive woes for Gardner-Webb today, nothing really going their way. No, no. And, and again, I mean, I'm going to give props to PC. I think that's what maybe one thing we haven't been doing or I haven't been doing is that, you know, PC has an improved defense. They've been doing a great job defensively and then has given Gardner-Webb a lot of trouble. So Cormonic on to punt. This one from right to left. He'll kick it away, and this one will come down at the 40. Presbyterian takes it and brings it back out, taken down at the 48-yard line, and we may see our first team get into opponent territory once starting in their own territory yeah. today. And not the best punt by McCormick, by, by, by uh, the, the punter. McCormick. <laughs> McCormick. It's a McCormick. McCormick all, all game. And, and that could lead to PC maybe getting some momentum right here and actually moving the ball down the field. But, uh, you know, you, you're, you're kind of living and dying by your punt game and your defense, and it's hard for, that, for either one to stay consistent throughout an entire ball game. So PC will line up first and 10 at their own 48-yard line. Left hash mark, takes the snap, penned off Bridges. He'll take it left side and gets into Gardner-Webb territory down to the 49 of Gardner-Webb. So second and seven upcoming now for the Blue Hopes. And one thing, PC is really, if you looked at how they've attacked the line of scrimmage, they really attack the left side, their offensive left, defensive right. And you look at your left tackle with uh, Ness Smith, number 77, the left tackle, 6'3", only 240 pounds from a big south left tackle. That's really small in a big south uh, line. And then left guard Ryan Rowley, 6'4", 290. Just north of 13 minutes to play in the game. McMath takes the snap, quick pass left side, got it to his receiver, and that'll be a first down as he trots his way out across the 40 down to the 39-yard line, now moving their way inside Gardner-Webb territory. Yeah, and, and again, going back to the size of their left tackle, you know, usually if you go from that Division two, which PC was once in, you have a 240 left tackle, you might be able to get away with that. But right now, you, again, he's being very forceful out there, a very strong uh, offensive tackle. But again, at 240 pounds, they're really confident to run behind that young man. So here we go. McMath takes the snap, hand off. Daryl Bridges takes it straight. Uh, left side now behind the left tackle again and yeah. picks up about four, uh, three, three and a half yards uh, for Presbyterian. So second and seven once again upcoming. And watching his footwork, he was able to get inside Huff Jenkins right there and just kind of wall him to the outside. I mean, he has quick foot, quick footwork and uh, good lower body strength just to kind of maneuver Huff Jenkins as they also pulled a guard around to fill up inside that hole. Presbyterian will line up second and eight just north of 12 minutes to play in the game now. Ball at the 37-yard line. Shotgun formation, McMath takes the snap. Quick pass across the middle. Got it to his uh, quick pass right side. Got it to his receiver. And that'll be a first down pickup for Presbyterian. And that is 
Jordan Helms, a 6'1", 180 junior out of Malden, South Carolina, who comes up with reception. And, you, and, you, and when you see a pass from PC, as of late, it's almost like a trick play. You know, it's they set you run, 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 and then it's pass all of a sudden. You're not really expecting it, and that's when you get uh, receivers open like that. Now we see PC come back to the line of scrimmage quickly, takes their time, looks back over to the far sideline, gets a play in here, uh, see, see just exactly what coach wants them to do. First and 10 from the 23, now moving inside Gardner-Webb territory. 11 and a half to play, handoff, Daryl Bridges, he'll take it left side and picks up a good five yards, possibly even six uh, on a first down run. And you keep seeing them go back to that left side, yeah. uh, following behind the left tackle. Yeah, and, and one thing that we, we haven't seen this angle from PC all night from up in the press box, but there was a large gap between the left guard and the center on that. And it's like PC's almost kind of telling you, okay, we're going to run the ball and we're going to run it right here because we've widened this gap up to move your end further away from the center so he can't pinch down. The end's ineffective because I've widened everyone out. Second and four from the 17 PC. Quick snap, quick pass right side and just overthrew his receiver, just kind of threw it a little bit higher than he could jump, hits his fingertips and falls to the turf. That was one of those automatic throws, you know, the quarterbacks kind of go over. It doesn't matter pretty much where the receiver is. I'm going to go open and throw. You should be there. No one else should be there. He just had a high throw. And again, like you said, went through the fingertips of the receiver. So third and four now for Presbyterian. Two receivers near side right. Sets up in his stance and now looks over towards the far sideline. Gardner-Webb fans trying to rally here. And I, I tell you, when this game started, and McMath takes the snap, looks quick pass, got it to his receiver. Was he inbound? Yes, he was. So that'll be a first down for Gardner-Webb, uh, or for Presbyterian, rather. Uh, deep in Garden Web territory now, down to the 12. And that's one of their big receivers, 84, Toby Antigua, uh, 6'4", 200-pound senior from Tampa, Florida. And we've seen him out on the field tonight. He is a larger receiver uh, for the Blue Hose. And, you know, getting the ball in his hands is kind of hard to, uh, one, bring him down, and, two, it's kind of hard to stop his routes or jam him at the line. So McMath lines up, shotgun formation, two receivers. Man in the backfield and Daryl Bridges. Handoff to Bridges. He'll take it left side behind that left tackle and maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. That'll be all. And we've said that they've had success over there, and they keep going over there. So either the coaches maybe can look at something and either move Huff Chickens out of the, from over there, bring someone else new in. Again, we talked about maybe Fata coming in and playing some defensive end, but they're picking on that one side. Looks like Gardner-Webb now is going to bring Cook. Well, Cook is coming down because of the H-back set. But they're all, but maybe squeezing in or playing inside of that tackle and giving up the outside leverage that you have. Under 10 to play. McMath takes the snap, looks, quick pass left side, got it to his receiver, and that'll be a pickup of about five. Brings up a third and five now for Presbyterian. Inside the Garden Web 10 down to the seven-yard line. Now, the problem we're looking at is that we have 940 to go in the game. All right? If PC puts another score up and makes it a two-score game, Gardner Webb has – had zero offense today, and they have not been able to move the ball at all. So time is right now a factor already for Gardner-Webb trying to get back in the game one score down, much less two scores down. 9-15 to play, fourth quarter, third and five Presbyterian. Shotgun formation, handoff to the 
Receiver coming around, and that is Daryl Bridges, who sweeps it around left to right side, comes around, has great block in front of him, and he takes it into the end zone almost untouched by the Gardner-Webb defense, and it's now a 13-0 game, Presbyterian. And you see Bridges run around, and as we saw that he had his hand on the back of the offensive lineman and was just waiting on the hole to open up. He was very patient with it, and once it did, he, he accelerated into the end zone. So now an extra point upcoming for Presbyterian, try to extend their lead to 14-0. If it were about 25 degrees warmer, it'd be a Chamber of Commerce day for football. It is. Beautiful skies. Snap down, kick is up. It is good. And 14-0, Presbyterian leads Gardner-Webb with 9.09 to play in the fourth quarter. We've got a media timeout. We'll take it. You're listening to Gardner-Webb running Bulldog football on WGWG.org. So welcome back to Spangler Stadium. Alex Guest alongside Ben Fuller. 9.09 to play in the fourth quarter. Presbyterian leads Gardner-Webb 14-0. And Presbyterian just scoring. And I believe uh, we have gotten finally official word that stats are down. So we just kind of yeah. shot in the dark here with uh, <laughs> uh, yardage. But we believe that their Daryl Bridges is over 120 yards now. Yes. And that was a running back who just scored the touchdown. And as we've seen, you know, they've kind of gone to him. They've had a, they've had, you know, they've kind of methodically ran the ball, ran the ball past it only when they've kind of set up the run. And here we are sitting at 909 left in the game, down by two scores. And we talk about the, the urgency now that Gardner Webb is under with the inability to move the ball as they have, down by two scores. There's, there's, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of time right now for Gardner Webb to get back in this unless they've come up with something totally different and try to figure out how they can move this ball down the field quickly and just be able to score you know, one touchdown. And speaking of uh, scoring, Gardner-Webb's basketball team having no trouble doing that right now, only trailing LSU 58-52, and that with uh, about 14 and a half minutes to play in that ball game. So uh, Gardner-Webb may come away with a win today, whether it be on the court or on the field. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm having a coughing fit, but that would be great to see, uh, especially Gardner-Webb going against an SEC school such as LSU and coming away with a victory like that. Again, you know, because we talked about LSU is supposed to win the national championship so this year. In supposed to win. Yeah. Kentucky was supposed to win the national championship when we beat them at their That's place. That's right. They were supposed so. to win it, yeah. <laughs> so with 9.09 to play, teams have taken the field, waiting for the Red Hat to uh, trot off the near sideline here, and uh, we can get this one back underway. Yes, it, yes, we can. 14-0 Presbyterian leads, and Presbyterian will kick off from left to right. Red Hat off the field, and here we go. If Gardner-Webb can, can create something from the kickoff return, that would help, again, probably give a spark to the offense. Kick is away. 
Comes down at about the nine. Brought back out down to the 20. Across far side right now. Taken down from behind. And out of bounds at the 28-yard line. So Gardner-Webb will set up with just 9-0-1 to play. First and 10 at their own 29. And you uh, look at the offense kind of huddle up on the sideline before they run out to the field. You know, Beatty's out there. He looked like he was trying to command his team, trying to tell them, like, look, guys, you know, he knows how important this is. They know how important this is. You know, let's get something going. Let's put something together here and put some points on the board so we can get right back in this ballgame. So Beatty will line up shotgun formation, three receiver set, two guys near side left. Beatty takes the snap, handoff straight up the middle. Now tries to stutter step his way around and taken down by the uh, Presbyterian defense. Maybe a pickup of one for Gardner-Webb as time is ticking away and that clock is really kind of fighting against you now. Down by two scores and offensive production hasn't been that that great today. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, you got to give Blunt his, his uh, ability to run. You know, you got to give the opportunity to see if he can find a hole right there. But this PC defense is just swarming. To, to the point of attack when it comes to the running game. So Beatty lines up, shotgun formation, trips receivers near side left, takes the snap, quick pass left side, got it to his receiver, comes down hard on the turf and pops back up, ready to get back to the line of scrimmage. He goes as Kenny Cook and uh, that was a uh, yeah, Snoop Byers on the tackle. You know, we talked about him uh, being a product of Gaffney, and he uh, shedded a block right there. I'm, I'm proud that he did that. I also wish that Cook would have scored on that play and stuffed his face in the dirt. I'd like to see Gardner Webb score a touchdown, but but good job. He's, uh, Snoop Byers kind of shedded the, uh, the block and then made the tackle also. So a third and seven for Gardner Webb. Ball at the 32 yard line, under eight to play. Beatty takes the snap, looks pressure coming. Beatty going to take it himself straight up the middle, and he is just upended, but taken down at the 41 yard line, and that is enough for a Gardner Webb first down. And you see how excited the fans are. Everyone's, uh, everyone knows how big that is for Gardner Webb to get a first down because it's been so long since they've seen some production on the offense. You know, it was really kind of a late-arriving crowd for these fans, yeah. for the Gardner-Webb fans today, but they are getting into it now, fourth quarter, trying to get behind the team, get a little spirited. So first and 10 for Gardner-Webb from the 41, Beatty shotgun formation. Four receiver set now. Beatty takes the snap, looks, quick pass left side to Kenny Cook, got it to him, and Cook turns up field, gets about four <laughs> yards on the play to the 45-yard line. And that'll bring up a second and six, manageable six for Gardner-Webb. And Gardner-Webb looks like they may be picking up the tempo just a little bit. You know, we've seen Gardner-Webb, whenever they go to their two-minute style of offense, they have success with that. You know, and, and maybe that's maybe that's the thing that they need to get into. Now, that's two-minute offense. Hurry up and get in there and get some points on the board. Shotgun formation for Beatty. Looks, has four receivers set, takes the snap. Now looks, quick pass near side left. Got it to his tight end. And that'll be Seth Cranfield. Yeah, he comes up with a nice reception for Gardner-Webb. And we talk about, yeah, the two major players who, who, who uh, as far as the passing game, impact this team are Kenny Cook and Seth Cranfield, getting the balls in their, uh, getting the ball into their, their hands and then opening up everything else once you do that. And, hey, that is a first down and inside right now. And I would maybe even venture to say that this is Gardner-Webb's first time of getting back-to-back -back first downs in a drive. I, I think they've had a first down or two, but I don't know if they put two together in one drive. Six and a half to play, fourth quarter, trailing 14-0 to Presbyterian. Beatty lines up, shotgun formation, three receivers set. Beatty takes the snap, looks, steps into the pocket now, has time, quick pass across the middle, overthrows a receiver. Defender was there, tried for the interception, and the receiver just never turned around 
and yeah. that would be offensive pass interference, I believe. And I think that was probably the best thing he could have done, too, because uh, as uh, that was Swinton going downfield, I don't think there was an opportunity for him to do anything else other than just, hey, i got to not let him intercept the ball. So we have three flags down where the pass interference takes place, but we also have a flag down behind the line of scrimmage, so we'll see what this is. And so wow. both of us looked at each other. We said they should offset. All the fans in the stands basically were saying, hey, these are offsetting penalties. So, And in a way, that's uh, a lucky and a good opportunity right there because, you, you, you know, you had the death and the pass interference and then to get the rough and the, the pass for two. Wow. So first and ten again for Gardner-Webb from their from the 48 of Presbyterian. Beatty lines up, has uh, takes the snap, handoff right side, and that is going to be J.J. Hubbard who takes it right side and just cannot <laughs> cut back upfield, taken down behind the line of scrimmage, loss of two on the play. Back inside their own territory now to the 49. And PC got great penetration from the Gardner Webb's right side of the offensive line and made the running back have to bounce outside. Never had an opportunity to turn that corner and get upfield. You also got to see the speed of PC running from side to side, too. Beatty will line up, shotgun formation, four receivers set. Over to the backfield with him. Beatty puts man in motion from right to left side of the line of scrimmage. Beatty takes the snap, rolls out near side left, looks quick. Across the left side, got it. It was a floater in there. The receiver had to turn around and come back towards the ball, but nonetheless, that is going to be Kayleigh Jones, who comes up with a big reception for Gardner Webb down to the 13-yard line, and it'll be Gardner Webb ball now deep inside Presbyterian territory, actually at the 14. So first and 10, Gardner Webb as we hurry back to the line of scrimmage. Beatty takes the snap, penned off up the middle, now cuts around the left side, and that is J.J. Hubbard who cuts around the left, saw, saw the hole collapse in the, up the middle and tried to get around the left side and maybe picks up a yard. Now, the previous pass to Kayleigh Jones, that's what we would call a, a duck ball, you know, the, when the ball's up in there and it doesn't have a good spiral and it's not going anywhere where it was intended to go, but great job by that guy coming back to the ball and getting a great reception. Looking into the sun at that. Yeah. So Beatty lines up, shotgun formation, four receivers set. Beatty takes the snap, looks, quick pass left side, and incomplete this to Seth Cranfield. And that pass was just a little bit off by Beatty, just threw it a little too much to the outside of him, and Cranfield was not able to come away with that. Hubbard's coming off the field to bring him blunt back in his running back. Third, and what we say, about a seven, seven yards right here for a first down to get it in, maybe to the four-yard line is where Gardner-Webb needs to get to get the first down. Gardner-Webb needs a touchdown. Not a field goal. Third and seven with 4.43 to play at bat. Down by two scores. 14-0, Presbyterian leads. Beatty lines up. Shotgun formation again. Three receivers far side right. Beatty will take the snap. Looks, pocket collapses. Pass, end zone. Kenny Cook, touchdown. Gardner-Webb. And Gardner-Webb is finally on the board with 4.39 to play in the game. 14-6, Presbyterian leads. But a very nice, very well-executed play for Gardner-Webb to pass across the middle to Kenny Cook and Gardner-Webb into the end zone for the first time today. And he was going one-on-one -on -one against Snoop Byers uh, right there as he got the inside low. He kind of pushing off on him. They got the inside move on him. Kenny Cook's too big for anyone to be able to, you know, to get an inside move on. There was nothing uh, the defender could do. So extra point upcoming for Gardner-Webb. 
flags come in before the snap. Kick is up and good. It looks like PC had a defender kind of break the neutral zone, cross the line of scrimmage. Uh, they'll probably decline that penalty and then just leave the points on the board. And so that's what it is with, with 439 to play in the game. And, and, and finally, like I said, finally the offense has found some life. I mean, finally they got down the field. Now, you know, they were helped out a little bit down the field, but nonetheless, you got down, you saw Gardner-Webb's two-minute offense kind of sort. I wouldn't say that would be full speed two-minute offense, but a little bit of their two-minute offense found production from them. They were able to throw the ball effectively. They were able to, you know, kind of sneak a little bit of run in here and there. But again, you saw that Gardner-Webb went to, who did they go to? They went to Cook. They went to Cranfield. Back to Cook again, and that's how they got down the field. And then again, Kayla, they don't want to take that away because that was the big play of the drive of the you know the the, Aaron, the duck pass from uh, Beatty, and then Kayla Jones coming back on a great pass. But again, you saw how it opened up everything else. You got those guys out in the field, got them open, and Gardner was able to put a touchdown on the on the board. Yeah, and that a ten play, seventy one yard drive takes four twenty two off the clock. So. Uh, took maybe a little more time off the clock than what what we had wanted at the at the start of the drive, but nonetheless, with 4:39 to play in the fourth, only trailing by one touchdown now instead of two, really should be a confidence booster for this Gardner Webb defense. Come back onto the field and try to get a stop. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and what we've seen from PC is that they've had a, a solid running game. You know, and they've been able to eat up a lot of clock, especially on that last drive of that last touchdown. You know, so Gardner Webb's gonna have to find a way to stop this. One coming out. Defense has done their job. I mean, don't think the defense has given up this game or anything like that because defense has really only given up one touchdown, and in that situation, it's, it's kind of hard to not always break. But defense has got to come out and get this stop right here to give the offense another chance. I mean, it's on their shoulders to get this stop and, and give the offense another chance. And you know you always hate to go back and look at the what-ifs. Yeah. But what if that field goal down here wasn't blocked, it was good, you've got a 10-7 Gardner-Webb lead right now with four and a half to play. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, what if. And, and, and again, you, you had mentioned earlier we were talking about a, a player uh, who was beside himself at making a mistake in a, at a game previously, you know, after the game, thinking that that cost the, you know, that that one mistake uh, was the entire reason that the team lost the game. But the, the, it's built up. I mean, yeah, you can look back and say, oh, yeah, if this didn't happen or if that didn't happen. But all these mistakes, I mean, they happen. And, and, and you can't just focus on one because there's thousands of mistakes out there. There's a there's an offensive lineman out there who's probably missed three or four blocks tonight. You know, and those, those mistakes could have caught, could have led to touchdowns. Or there's defenders who, who've missed three or four tackles who, who you know what I'm saying? So you got to kind of just forget it. Here you are right now. You're down by seven with 439 to go. Defense has to make a stop. Yeah, and it, it's football. Anytime you have, uh, I mean, you could have an undefeated team right now and you'd still be making mistakes yeah. regardless. So you could be the best team out there. You could be Mississippi State. Mississippi State, there's players that still make mistakes exactly. week in and week out. Good point. Uh, so it's not that maybe it was a bad snap on the field goal or maybe it was yeah. just a bad kick or maybe a, a bad block on the, the offensive line part. Good Everyone point. makes mistakes. We're not all perfect. I learned from uh, from one of my uh, when I was coaching the office coordinator would always we'd always talk back and forth and it's like you know he would t he would tell I would tell him like if they score fifty you better score fifty one and then he would tell me you know if we score three you better hold them to two yeah. you know so that was always our thing you know no matter what it's never either one's fault it's just you just better do your job when it counts and right now 
the job when it counts is to stop PC on this drive. So Gordon Webb to kick off this from right to left. A high short kick comes down at the 16-yard line and returned back for Presbyterian by McKee and brings it back out down to the 32. And first and 10 for Presbyterian with 4.32 to play from their own 32-yard line. And we come back out with uh, Miles uh, coming back out, starting at the middle spot. We see Huff Jenkins again coming out at the defensive line. Now, remember, they've been picking on Huff Jenkins' side of the ball, but they switched him now. Huff Jenkins is now at the left end, and you have the freshman, you have the freshman, Glenn, playing the other defensive end. So Gardner-Webb, where PC has been attacking, is now playing a, tr a true freshman, LaRon Glenn, at defensive end, number 94. So shotgun formation for Presbyterian now. Two receivers near side right, puts a man in motion on the far side left. Takes the snap, hand off to Daryl Bridges. He'll sweep it left side and picks up about three yards before being taken down at the 35-yard line. Now, one of the differences that Gardner-Webb has done on this play that they, that they haven't been doing, they usually play their defensive ends, kind of head up the tackles to outside the tackles. This time they were playing both defensive ends, especially Glenn, inside the tackle to kind of cut down on that inside high wall. But, this, but PC was able to kind of round the edge a little bit and pick up a couple yards. And they keep going behind Naismith over there on that left side. Keep running it behind a 240-pound left tackle. You're, you're going to pick up three yards at least uh, almost every drive. So McMath takes the snap again, handoff left side, and now this time he has actually stopped at the line of scrimmage, gets nowhere, so it'll be a third and eight upcoming from the 34. And we see the quarterback a lot kind of pull the ball out as he comes around. He's yet, I don't think he's yet to, uh, he's yet to keep it, but you know what I'm saying, if PC keeps doing that, he's kind of setting Gardner-Webb up, maybe for the quarterback to pull that ball out and keep it. Yeah, Gardner-Webb takes their first time out of the half, and this with 3.46 to play, 30-second timeout, so basically all it is is just stop the clock, talk with the defense a little bit, say, hey, maybe try this play here on a third and eight situation. Try to stop them and let's get the ball back. Yeah, and, you know, you're, you're in that kind of uh, third and seven, you know, Gardner-Webb's uh, defense with that third and long defense, and they bring in that pass and rush defense, but I'm not sure if PC's going to be uh, content with throwing the ball here. They may even try to run it again, if, especially if Gardner-Webb gets in that prevent-style defense that they do. What they need to make a point of is recognizing where the first down marker is, which is at the 42-yard line, making sure that no receiver can set up at that sticks mark, you know, where we call sticks to get the first down, making sure no receiver can set up there and get the first, a cheap little catch and fall down first down. So Presbyterian comes back onto the field. The team's facing each other at the 34-and-a-half-yard line. We'll call it 35, third and seven Presbyterian. Shotgun formation, McGee has three receivers near side right. McGee takes the snap, penned off straight up the middle, comes at right side, and he is stopped. Pick up of maybe a yard, and with 3.41 to play, they have a fourth and sixth situation. Gordon Webb takes their second timeout. Because they realized how much time PC could take off the clock, and that was a smart timeout to take because of the way your offense is able to generate their two-minute offense, or their, excuse me, their hurry-up offense, or two-minute offense, whatever you want to call it. They know that they can take this timeout now and still have plenty of time to move the ball down the field just like they were earlier. Now, remember, let's go back to Gardner-Webb's struggles that they've had off offensively. There's, there's still an issue with Gardner-Webb. You've only seen one drive out of them this entire game that generated a touchdown. So I'm, I'm not saying that they've rounded that corner yet. I mean, there's, the offense right now is going to have to at least get a first down or two and kind of get that thing going again. 
But, I mean, defensively, hey, you've done what you're supposed to do. You're, you're giving the ball back into the hands of the offense and tie it up. Yeah, and essentially, PC could have taken under three minutes to play yes. if Gardner-Webb had not caught a timeout. So now Gardner-Webb with two guys back to return this one. We've got J.J. Hubbard and Jacob Henderson. Punt wow. is away from left to right, and this a high spiraling wow. kick oh. comes down inside the Presbyterian or inside the Garden Web 15, but then takes a nice bounce if you're a Garden Web into the end zone. So we've got a touchback coming back out to the 20. Yes, you had a 64 yard punt right there. <laughs> Just again, good for Garden Web. About, takes about a 20 with little time. Uh, off the clock from that. So here you go, offense. I mean, you know, we, we talked about it earlier. Defense did their job. It's a time that counts offense. It's your turn right now to find what you can do to get the ball down the field. You have 332 to go. You have Cook, Cranfield, and Blunt uh, in the game right now to make it happen. So three and a half to play, and Beatty comes back out, leads the troops back out to the line of scrimmage, and let's see, three and a half to play, 80 yards in front of us if we can make it downfield. Beatty, shotgun formation, trips receivers far side right. Takes the snap. Beatty, quick pass right side. Got it to his receiver and taken down immediately uh, at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play for Gardner-Webb and time taking off the clock now. And that really wasn't a bad play from Gardner-Webb either because PC was in a cover two formation with two defenders, you know, and they were well outside of either hash. Had he broken that one tackle, he's up the middle of the field for a pot. great gain. And PC's doing it again. They're in cover. A wide cover, too. Middle of the field is wide open. Beatty takes the snap once again. Looks. He's going to pocket collapses. Beatty rolls out left side out of the pocket. Dumps it off to a streaking blunt. J.J. Hubbard. And that is going to be a huge first down for Gardner-Webb as J.J. Hubbard got out of the pressure, came in front of the defender, and gets the first down. Yeah, and, and, and what timing by Blunt because he recognized that the running back was going to outrun. I mean, uh, Beatty recognized the running back was going to outrun the res, uh, defender and just laid it right out there. Beautiful pass. So now first and 10, Gardner-Webb from the 37. Beatty takes the snap, looks quick pass right side to Kaylee Jones, and it's incomplete. And I'm not sure even if we were able to catch that ball, if he'd have been able to bring his feet in bounds just because of where the ball was thrown and the angle, it was very tough for him to be able to bring his feet in bounds on that. But, again, Gardner-Webb is, is, is generating some life right here. You kind of wonder where this offense has been. I think Gardner-Webb might be a two-minute offense. So two and a half, 238 to play for Gardner-Webb. 14-7, Presbyterian leads. Gardner-Webb with the ball, second and 10 at the Presbyterian 37-yard line. And now you start seeing those fans getting on their feet, getting into it, trying to get behind the team here as Beatty lines up with a three-receiver set near side left. Puts Swinton in motion from left to right, and now Beatty takes the snap. Pressure coming. Quick pass, Seth Cranfield left side. He's got it at the 20, down to the 15, across the 10. And Seth Cranfield taken down at the seven-yard line. So now Gardner-Webb has turned the tides here, turned the tables a little bit on Presbyterian, and with two, just 2.29 to play, and we, have the, a, we have a flag down. Oh, goodness, and it, usually with something like that, there's not a receiver up on the line of scrimmage or one's off and should be on or something like that. I'm not sure what the situation was in this case, but at the same time when the ball was in the air, I was wondering where did Cranfield come from there? I remember the formation. He was set up at H-back on the opposite side and got over here wide open, no one touching him. So if Gardner-Webb can get back to that again, you know, maybe run a couple more plays and get back to that, that would be great. 
So that takes away the big pickup to the yes. seven. Yeah. Now we're backed up to our own, to the 42-yard line. So second and 15 now for Gardner-Webb at the 42. 2.05 to play and clock ticking. Beatty, pressure comes, has to dump it off near side left to J.J. Hubbard, and it's incomplete. <laughs> yeah, and, and the defensive end down here at the bottom, number uh, 50 for PC, I think that's Rosier again. He's been giving this side a lot of trouble. He's a, he's a big man. He's 6'3", 230 pounds, and he looks a lot bigger than that from up here in the box. He has a long range to him, long arms, and he's able to get a move around our left offensive tackle, and he's, and he's always kind of in the back, so they just need to run him upfield a little bit more to give Beatty a little bit more time. Third and 15, Gardner-Webb. Ball at the 42-yard line, 2.01 to play. 121 seconds. I did that math all by myself then. <laughs> Beatty lines up, shotgun formation, three receiver sets, two guys near side left. Beatty looks, quick pass left side. Incomplete. Looks like the receiver possibly scooped it up before it hit the ground, but it's incomplete. And Beatty threw that ball while falling backwards, so he had no power on it whatsoever. It wasn't going to go where he wanted it to. Uh, Kenny Cook had made the separation from the receiver to come back on that pass, but again, Beatty was kind of falling back as he threw it because he's been used to having pressure in his face, and I guess it's just kind of how he, he wasn't able to step into the pass. So here it is for Gardner-Webb, 156 to play. You've got one timeout left, down by seven. You've got the ball fourth and 15 at the Presbyterian 42-yard line. And they have a cover three sitting over top with a man in the middle. Beatty takes the snap. Looks, pressure coming, rolls out left side, wide open. Lucas Beatty looks going to pass near side left to Deontay Swinton and it's picked off going the other way. Presbyterian ball down deep in their own territory at the one and a half yard line. But Lucas Beatty had all the time in the world to get that ball off, throws it to Deontay Swinton and it's just picked off, under threw it a little bit and double coverage as well. So it looks like they're making the spot. It looks like they're making the spot from where he actually made the catch and not where his momentum took him. So kind of the opposite of a, a receiver, you know, where you would kind of go with the fall forward and stuff, but where he actually made the catch, they're not taking into account his momentum that carried him down to the one-and-a-half-yard line, so they're spotting the ball at the four-yard line. So first and ten for Presbyterian from the four as we have a media timeout. I will let you know Gardner-Webb's basketball team falls on the road today. Final score 90 to 82. So a, a hard-fought game down in the bayou yeah, yeah. against LSU. And uh, just a couple of uh, quick notes. Uh, Jerome Hill had 25 points and five rebounds, four assists for Gardner-Webb. Uh, he was the leader for Gardner-Webb in those categories. And actually, 93 to 82 was the final score, not 90 to 82. But so still, it was, it was over. It was over 143. I called under, and then uh, they didn't cover the spread either. So, not, nonetheless, <laughs> very well played game. Yes, first game of the season yes. for our men's basketball team down at LSU. And, you know, the, and the basketball at Gardner Webb has always been very competitive. You know, they're they're not afraid to go out and play those games and and play anyone and and, and play tight with anyone that they they come across. So, good job by the. Uh, it's, it's a maybe a good omen to the rest of the season for the Gardner-Webb Bulldog basketball program. And uh, men's basketball will uh, take to the court again Monday evening at College of Charleston. And I believe our good friend Fabian Fuentes will have the call of that game yeah. for you. So uh, Fabian's a big fan of Charleston. He, that he is goes a, there frequently. That is a 7.30 yeah. tip. And Fabian, as you mentioned, Fabian was down there last weekend for the Gardner-Webb Charleston Southern football game. 
He was down there last night for his uh, high school duties. And then also he'll be down there Monday for the Gardner-Webb men's basketball game. So Fabian might as well have uh, just rented a condo uh, yeah. or something down yeah, in Charleston. If anyone in the listening area is, is uh, wanting to get Fabian an apartment or something down in Charleston, I'm sure he'd be glad to take it off your hands. And, uh, as he, as he, again, as he frequents the area. But get, hey, getting to here, where defense is, uh, you're on the four-yard line. You remember we talked earlier about, uh, you know, defense. You're at a point now where you have to make something happen. You have, you got them at the four-yard line. You're going to expect run. Not saying they have to run, but you know, maybe you expect them to be kind of conservative and run here. But if Gardner Webb's defense can just really attack and maybe try to make something happen, second man in, strip the ball, get off the pile really quick, you know, so they can set the ball back up. Uh, try to you know, send some blitzing into the back background and maybe make a tackle uh, into the end zone possibly. So Gardner Webb needs to try to generate something from their defense right here. So back to the line of scrimmage we go, waiting for the Red Hat to get off the field. Hopefully our final media timeout should be. 147 to play in the fourth quarter. Presbyterian has it first and 10 at their own four-yard line. Line up under center, McMath, handoff. Daryl Bridges, he'll take it left side and picks up about two on the play, getting it out to the six, but no more. Yeah, I think he was just content to get to the left side and try to fall down for a minimal gain. I think they're just, you know, they, they realize how much clock is in their advantage right now, so if they can take as much time as they possibly can, again, it's, it's in their advantage. He just, they just want to make sure they make zero mistakes where Gardner-Webb has to get their hands on that ball and then, again, try to strip it out as best possible. So here's the equation for you. Game clock at 115, play clock at 14. So they very well could potentially take this down to 101 before they take another snap. So here we go. McMath under center takes the snap here. Handoff to Bridges. He'll take it right side now. And Bridges a pickup of about three, getting it down to the nine and a half, ten yard line. And Gardner-Webb. That's what Hubbard made will take their final timeout, I believe. Yeah, and we're going into third down and five now. Remember, now the – Yeah, time about Gardner Webb. Now, with the clock, the way we're looking at the clock, we have 56 seconds, 56.8 seconds to go. Gardner Webb has a timeout on third down, so if they make this stop here based on how much time is run off, Gardner Webb should, if, if, they, if they make the stop, should be able to get the ball back and run maybe one or two plays yeah, is they, what we're looking at. They actually added three seconds to the clock yeah. after that timeout, so 59 seconds even uh, to play in the game. Presbyterian has it third and four uh, at the 10-yard line, so – yeah, if Gardner-Webb's defense could come up with a stop here, then you're potentially looking at a punt coming with uh, Gardner-Webb getting the ball back with under 20 seconds to play yeah, or so. Yeah, that's what we're looking at right now. Again, based on how long it takes the refs to spot the ball. And, and you know, this is one of those times where you really want the refs to run around and hurry up and spot the ball. And, uh, you know, it, it is not really at their leisure, if you will. But, you know, you kind of want them to get the ball down, hurry up and get the uh, offense at least a couple shots at, at getting the ball down the field again. And as you mentioned earlier, today's officiating crew, uh, ACC officiating crew with Pat Garvey as our white hat. And, and, uh, and the other thing is with uh, the, you know, the punt, uh, one, the first and foremost thing is, is third down, stop them. You know, you've got to make sure you, you, do, you do everything you're supposed to do because, again, PC has a great running attack. Stop them. And then also, hey, maybe Hubbard can do something spectacular on the punt return. Maybe you even go after him. You know, maybe the coaches are out there right now in this timeout just talking about, one, the stop, and second, how we're going to block that punt. You know, that, that's another thing is go ahead and get the blocked punt and uh, go ahead and settle in it right now. 
And as always, the final minute of a football game takes a good <laughs> 20 minutes in real life. That's so. what my wife always <laughs> says when she comes in. And she goes, how much time's on the clock, honey? I was like, oh, there's only, you know, a couple minutes. She goes, well, I'll come back in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she <laughs> realizes she realizes now how long that those last few minutes take. So teams back to the line of scrimmage. Third and four for Presbyterian from their own 10-yard line. Gardner-Webb trails 14-7 to the Blue Hose. Gardner-Webb's defense trying to get a stop here on third down and possibly get a punt back uh, with around 20 seconds to play in this ballgame with 59 seconds even to play right now. And a running back. Looks at, do they have the big boy in at running back? I believe so. So they have the running back in. They have an H-back set behind the right tackle and another H-back or tight end kind of off the line of scrimmage behind their other tackle. So they could go either way with big boy running back. So Gardner-Webb's going to have to decide. And, and typically it's been to the left. Hey, it'll be a trick if it goes to the right. And here we see that H-back set go from right to left side of the line of scrimmage. Handoff Rouse. He's going to take it left side. Jumps over Gardner-Webb defender. Gets the first down. And with 52 seconds to play, first and 10 now for Presbyterian from the 19-yard line. Clock ticking down, and that'll just about do it. Yeah, the only thing they have to do now is go to the victory formation and take a knee. But, I mean, that was a great great attempt from Gardner-Webb. I mean, they, they sent just kind of like a student body to the left and, and, and kind of did a big zone to the left, and there was really not much you could do about it. So first and 10 for Presbyterian. Ball at their own 19-yard line with... 12 seconds on the play clock, down to 29 on the game clock. We'll see the victory formation. That is what we get, and that will, and with that, the final 20 seconds will tick off the game clock, and the home season here at Spangler Stadium for the Gardner-Webb Running Bulldogs comes to an end, not in the fashion that we had hoped for, but nonetheless, our final score is the final five seconds tick off here. Gardner-Webb or Presbyterian 14, Gardner-Webb 7. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back on the other side of this break for post-game show.